The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout Sr. And I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Kali for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals, in convalescent homes, and should you need prayer 
or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today marks the 36th anniversary of our Kingdom of God crusade telecast for the whole world. KITV4's commercial production manager, Mr. Sid Milborn, along with his awesome staff, have worked with us since our humble beginnings at the Ala Moana studio back in 1980 to their present studio at One Archer Lane. Our telecast has since expanded from the Hawaiian Islands to parts of the United States of America. Our Lord Jesus Christ continues to spread his gospel good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. We are in the soul-saving business, guiding souls to the path that will lead them to the kingdom of God. We begin the musical portion of our program with a number by our church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn. God expressed his true love when he sacrificed his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, for mankind. God knew what was ahead of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that Jesus would endure and fulfill the scriptures. Yes, God sent to earth, as the choir sings, the ultimate gift from God, the gift of love. Edith Matsuki will accompany our choir on the piano, and Pohaka will be on the organ. Follow along with the choir using the words as they appear on your television screen.
what a wonderful and inspiring rendition. Thank you, choir. And now I call upon the church band at the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. to play for you a moving and spirited rendition of the song, Heaven Came Down. Coming up next will be our soloist Tracy Asano to sing an inspiring number entitled Amazing Grace with My Chains Are Gone. Tracy will be accompanied by Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar.
you for that beautiful presentation, Tracy. And now the choir will gather together and sing for you their final number for today entitled, All Good Gifts.
The versatile talents of our church orchestra under my direction have prepared an uplifting and robust rendition of the song, Jesus is the Joy of Living. Thank you, orchestra, for a job well done. We now call upon the talents of our faithful couple in the Lord, Associate Pastor Marvin and Sherilyn Abing, 
to blend their God-given voices and sing that old-time favorite entitled, It's Not an Easy Road. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate today's melody to Mr. and Mrs. Warner and Ada Hashimoto. God bless you, Warner and Ada. May the Lord continue to pour forth his heavenly blessings upon you and your family. Have a wonderful Sunday. It's not an easy road We are traveling to heaven For many are the thorns on the way It's not an easy road But the Savior is with us His presence gives us joy with me and brightens my journey and lightens every heavenly load. It's not an easy road. There are trials and troubles and many of the dangers Jesus guards and keeps so that nothing can harm us and smooth the rugged path for our feet. No, no, it's not an easy road. No, no, it's not. Jesus walks with me and brightens my journey and lightens every load. Though I am offered foot sore and weary from travel, though I am often bowed down with Better day is coming when only the glory will rest in perfect peace over there. No, no, it's not an easy road. No, no. walks with me and brightens my journey and lightens everywhere.
walks with me and brightens my journey and lightens every Shalom and good morning. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jandak Jr. And I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the Connolly S for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. The V's telecast can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9 in El Salvador, California, and Newburn, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZGO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ TV, Channel 14, of Salt Lake City, Utah, Pasadena, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY, Channel TV, Channel 20, in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503, in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work, and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit the website at JesusComingZone.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Services are held at Temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services are at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. And prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m at our Kamaki Branch Church located at 1361 Polo Avenue. Gospel service is held daily on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighborhood branch churches, as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaner Sr. in Kanakaka Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alvary in Lahaina Maui, by Pastor Walter I.T. Law in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard Kiwai Asano Sr. in Kolo, Kauai, by Pastor Helva Sparrow in Boloka Pikawayan and Pastor Vesper Sparrow in President North Cotabata Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support this telecast and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to trusty associate pastor Adrian Swartz Sr., who brings forth his spirit directed and spirit invited sermon. Adrian? Thank you, Jose. The Lord Jesus Christ instructs all mankind to be ready for when you think not, the Son of Man cometh. And we must prepare ourselves to be ready to meet him when he returns. Hence, please join me in today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ, Mankind's Only Savior and Lord, to draw ourselves closer to him and to be ready to meet him at his second coming. Although no man knows the day or the hour when this significant event will occur, we must always be ready. Therefore, please get your Bibles out and join me in the reading of God's Word for today. Revelations 1-3 recites, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear 
the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein. For the time is at hand. Jesus Christ first preached the gospel of the kingdom of God to all mankind and proclaimed the sovereignty of God to his earthly creation. Hence, we learn that the sovereignty of God reinforces his love for all people of every degree and station in life. The teachings of Jesus Christ were intended to bring all mankind back to God. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, demonstrated God's love for mankind by giving himself as the perfect example to follow. We then have the opportunity to return into an intimate relationship with God through the plan of salvation preached by Jesus Christ himself. Psalms 91 verses 14 through 16 describes God's love towards mankind. It reads, Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Jesus Christ's ministry was focused on the outcasts of society and those who did not measure up to the lifestyles of the day. He sought to embrace the lowly and despised, to free them from bondage, and to return them into his loving arms as God himself. Jesus Christ understood the strong opposition received from the priests and elders who occupied positions in the synagogue. Matthew 9, 11 to 13 denotes and when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? And when Jesus Christ heard that, he said unto them, They that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. Go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice, for I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Galatians 3, 26 to 29 adds this revelation. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then are you Abraham's seeds and heirs according to the promise. America is a multiracial society, and many have come to this country in hopes of living the American dream and to be free of political oppression and tyranny. However, besides being the land of opportunity, America still has its share of problems that mankind alone cannot resolve because these problems reside within the heart of every man, woman, and child. Many of these problems often deal with discrimination and prejudice and the issues of race, gender, and age continually fall victim to discrimination and prejudice. Jesus Christ is mankind's only savior who can answer and resolve these problems. The simple question then becomes, what must mankind have to do to receive God's help in resolving these problems? Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30 
is God's very plain and simple answer. It reads, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 19 also adds, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. The term reconcile means to restore back again as a friend, to win over, to bring into harmony. This is the spiritual message preached by Jesus Christ within the gospel of the kingdom of God. Mankind has estranged himself from the love of God because of his lust for sin. Hence, God had to send his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to bring mankind back unto him through the gospel of the kingdom of God. The rules for the salvation of the soul have not changed since God's plan of redemption was first established. Hence, Hebrews 11, I'm sorry, 13, 8 confirms Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. The book of Mark 16, 15 through 16 proclaims God's scriptural commandment. It reads, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Today, through this telecast presentation, we preach the self-same gospel of the kingdom of God preached by Jesus himself on the shores of Galilee. It is our mission that every man, woman, and child will hear the gospel, repent of their sins, and accept God's plan of salvation that is full and free. The gospel of Jesus Christ brings life and immortality to every man, woman, and child. Hence, the gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. How soon? Very, very, very soon. John 3, 5, 5 commands this mandatory action of every man, woman, and child. It reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. John 3, 6, and 7 further mandates, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born again means to hear and accept the gospel of Jesus Christ by being immersed in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit speaking in an unknown tongue or language as God's only Bible evidence of being filled within. Hence, Acts 2.38 is given as God's commandment to every man, woman, and child concerning water baptism. It reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The term repentance, meaning godly sorrow for sin, 
is defined in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. It reads, For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. David the psalmist declared God's powerful and loving forgiveness in Psalms 103.12 that reads, As far as the east is from the west, west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Please note that God forgives and forgets our sins and gives us a new day to live for him. Acts 4.12 is God's confirmation concerning the saving grace vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The Apostle Paul gives us this powerful instruction in Galatians 1.8, But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Yes, dear television viewers, just as it is declared in today's sermon topic, Jesus Christ is mankind's only Savior and Lord. He is able to reconcile every problem situation we will ever experience upon this earth. Since Jesus Christ ascended into heaven from the Mount of Olives, God's word has remained unchanged, and every man, woman, and child who accepts Jesus Christ as their personal Savior will receive the promise of eternal life in heaven above. To this very day, God's word remains the same as when it was preached by Jesus Christ and also the Apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost. Paul offers this, man, this mankind, to mankind, this encouraging instruction in 2 Corinthians 6.2. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted in the day of salvation, if I succor thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We must heed Paul's instruction today, dear television viewers, to be ready to be raptured when the Lord Jesus Christ calls us up, saying, Come up hither. Following the rapture comes the tribulation period when souls will be saved. However, they will have to pay with their lives to inherit eternal life. So why not do it now in this present dispensation of grace? Why wait or hesitate? Come today and accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord, and you will become your best friend and confidant. Proverbs 4.23 declares these very comforting words. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Every man, woman, and child born into this world has been blessed with a gift of choice. Therefore, we must follow the guidance given in God's word. Luke 11, 9 through 10. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. He that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Hence, let us choose Jesus Christ today to thereby gain the promise of eternal life. God's word, the Bible, contains countless examples of mankind's struggle with himself in trying to make the right decisions. Israel sought to be free from all manner of oppression for generations. The Jews were conquered and their cities destroyed. They were taken captive and imprisoned in foreign lands. For them, there was no country or land to call their own, neither a government whereby they would have self-rule. As it was in Egypt, the Lord God heard their cries of sickness, affliction, oppression, and sorrow, and sent them his son, Jesus Christ, whom they crucified on the cross of Calvary. We must not make that same mistake today and crucify the Lord Jesus Christ afresh by not accepting his plan of salvation given to save all mankind for the curse of sin. Restoration is God's plan to return his people unto him through Jesus Christ and to restore every man, woman, and child back into his grace. Hence, as God's people, Jesus Christ is calling every man, woman, and child to come unto him and to be saved from death, hell, and the grave. 
Isaiah 58, 9 identifies the prophecy given by God to his people. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he will say, Here I am, if thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. Isaiah 65, 24 further states, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. In God's word, the Bible, Jesus Christ used the example of a little child in Matthew 18, 1 through 4. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called the little child unto him and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted to become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And who shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. Jesus Christ requires that we must have a change of heart and mind, and we must humble ourselves before him, therefore being transformed into a child and saint of God. We must all put on the clothes of deep humility within the gospel of Jesus Christ and give our full attention and service to him and to our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Only then we'll be able to perform our service in a manner similar to the life of Jesus Christ lived on this earth. At the Last Supper, Jesus Christ washed the feet of his disciples, set the example to follow. Hence, Proverbs 15:33 denotes, the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Paul's instruction to the church at Corinth encouraged them to love one another and to work together in love. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 13 declares, For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all members of that one body being one, are many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. Paul describes the body of Christ as being one, but made up of many parts. He mentions how we all baptize into one body, being united together by God's Holy Spirit. Although we come from diverse nationalities, social, economic backgrounds, we become one with each other in the body of Jesus Christ, the church. We then must share our God-given skills to the glory of God as one part in the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 18 through 26 reminds us of the spiritual discipline. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are there many members, but yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of thee. Nay, much more their members of the body, which seem to me more feeble, are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to the part which lacketh, that there be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another, and whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it, or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. 1 Corinthians 12, 25 to 27 adds this important instruction that there should be no schism in the body, but that members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. For one member be honored, all members rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. Within the body of Christ, the church call. Some are called to be pastors, while others will be called to be vessels, 
teachers and other positions of responsibility. No matter what the Lord Jesus Christ chooses for us to do within the church, we will be blessed in so doing. Paul highlights various parts of the body, such as the hand, the eye, the nose, the feet, and recognizes their specific God-given functions. God's body of Christ functions and operates as each part works together as one in the spiritual body of Christ Jesus Christ uses the diversity of gifts to prosper his work and diversity in personality, skills, understanding, and background to accomplish his holy will. Paul teaches that just because the eye has a different function, it is not of a lesser or greater quality or importance than that of the hand. Likewise, the head must love and respect the feet for its role in the whole body of Christ. Hence, God's Word teaches this spiritual example of how God's infinite wisdom resides within the body of Christ, and the entire church is blessed with all of the individual members. A case in point is, although we may appear on these weekly telecasts, there are dozens of workers ministering behind the scene who assist in keeping these church telecasts moving forward in a successful manner for the sake of the ministry. Another example is given, displaying the love of Jesus Christ for all mankind through the eyes of Peter, who testified to a Gentile, namely Cornelius, who saw an angel of the Lord coming unto him. Acts 10, 4 through 6 states, And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy alms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodged with one Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. Jesus Christ used Peter to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God to the Gentiles. Peter's understanding of the gospel was also then enlarged with a greater application of the gospel that also included the Gentiles and all mankind. Acts 10, 10 through 16 relates, and he became very angry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending upon him. And it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and leapt down to the earth wherein all manner of four footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls in the air. And there came a voice to him, rise Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, not so Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, what God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. This was done thrice and the vessel was received up again into heaven. Hence the Lord Jesus Christ speaks daily to instruct his church concerning new things that he will perform upon the earth. Acts 10, 33 to 35 details the conversation between Cornelius and Peter. Immediately therefore I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou hast come. Now therefore we are we all here present before God to hear all the things that are commanded thee of God. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive, God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Today every man, woman, and child has the same opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Let us do so immediately today so we will be able to prepare to hear Jesus Christ call us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word in the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Evan Spro Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation. Each of you have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of his hands. The church band will close today's telecast with a selection entitled, Come to the Feast. 
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.